This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, welcome back. Mike Smith in for Simi. It is indeed time for the Health Series. And today we're going to talk about eating more plants and getting more vegetables into your diet. My guest is Desiree Nielsen. She's a registered dietitian and host of the Urban Vegetarian author of the book, Eat More Plants. Hi, Desiree. Hi, Mike. Thanks for coming on. So you're a vegetarian, right? I am. I eat, you know, probably between 90 and 100% completely plant-based diet. So very few dairy products or eggs at all in my diet. Okay, so close to vegan then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, but vegetarian. All right, well, you're speaking to a meat eater here, but, you know, I, I'm looking to get more vegetables into into my diet for sure why is that important like why is what's so great about being a vegetarian in your opinion i know i know right you know and and i have to say you know in making this sort of statement what is so great about it is it's always important to eat the healthiest form of whatever diet you're eating you know you can be a healthy meat eater you can be a healthy vegetarian and vice versa you can be unhealthy doing both of those things but you know, in the research, what we see is that people who eat vegetarian and particularly vegan diets, more plant-based diets, tend to have lower risk of many chronic diseases and a lower um, weight overall as well. So in a food society, in a health society where we tend to be, you know, burdened by obesity and, you know, diabetes and heart disease, any type of eating plan that can help you lower your risk is a really good thing. But I also think that you know, on a day-to-day basis, eating more fresh whole plant foods like fruits, like vegetables, nuts, seeds, grains, and legumes or beans um, provides a lot of nutrition for the body, which is actually very energizing. What I find most remarkable and what my clients are always most surprised by is that eating all of these whole plant foods make you feel really good, like not just like 20 years from now, but today. Better energy, um, you know, your gut runs better. A lot of things just feel much better eating these foods. Okay, that might surprise some people who might think that if I went strictly vegetarian, maybe I'd be, I'd be on the up other end of the scale, maybe low energy because I'm not getting enough iron or something like that. But that's not correct. No, you know it's a really common myth that you know people on vegetarian and vegan diets um, don't get enough protein. In fact, that there are. There's a lot of protein in the plant world, everything from, you know, chickpeas and almonds to hemp seeds or tofu. All of these foods are rich in plant-based protein. However, what I do find as a dietitian is that sometimes if people get gung-ho and they sort of go about it on their own, what they end up doing is simply removing the animal foods, removing the eggs, removing the cheese, removing the meat from their plate, and not putting anything else back to support it. And that's when you get set up for, you know, maybe low iron or low energy levels because you don't know about the plant foods that give you those nutrients you were getting before from the animal foods. Right. Okay. So you got to do it smart, right? Because, you know, because I guess sometimes I've heard, well, if you go strictly vegetarian, that you're setting yourself up for some nutritional deficiencies, right? But you got to be, I guess you still have to eat a balanced diet, I suppose. Exactly. You know, and the, you know, what comprises a balanced diet for someone who is vegetarian or vegan is the same as someone who eats meat. You know, ideally half of your plate is covered in fruits and vegetables. A quarter of that plate is covered in a protein, and a quarter of the the remaining quarter of the plate is 
covered in a whole grain with a little bit of healthy fat on there. So you can get those foods from, you know, some of those foods from an animal source. A lot of those foods are plant source. And as long as you sort of fit to that basic plate model, you're going to get most of what you need, if not all of what you need. Okay, so what if you're a meat lover, though, and you're thinking like, oh, there's no way I could go vegetarian. I got I to gotta have meat in my diet. Is, is there a way that you can transition to more veg- vegetable dishes where maybe you don't miss the meat as much? There are. So I think, you know, it's really important to sort of experiment because there are so many different ways of making plant-based versions of your favorite animal foods um, that you might love one and you might not love another. I think the whole, you know, beyond meat trend is a really fun way for, you know, dyed in the wool meat lovers to try eating a burger that more closely approximates an animal-based burger. Um, The other thing that I love is try, um, you know, foods where it's easy to make the swap. So if you normally have a chicken stir fry, it's very easy to sort of grill some tofu and add it to that stir fry so that the overall composition of that meal is very similar. You're just marinating something different, some tofu instead of some chicken or, you know, like a lasagna, for example, where you can do a veggie ground round or make a marinara sauce with some lentils. You know, play with even making half meat, half lentils in some of your favorite dishes as opposed to going all the way at the beginning. Maybe just sneak a little bit more plant (laughs) into your favorite animal dishes. Okay, speaking of Desiree Nielsen, she's a registered dietitian about getting more veg in your diet. Speaking of the Beyond Meat burgers, which has gotten so much attention and kind of a a trend or a fad, I guess, but I've read that the Beyond Meat burgers are maybe not as healthy as people might think, that they're very highly processed. I agree, you know, and I think because we associate, you know, vegetarian or vegan or plant-based eating with health, and everything that comes under the plant-based umbrella tends to have this health halo, but Beyond Meat burgers are highly processed. They're made from pea protein, Um, you know, the vitamins and minerals are added to them. They're not a whole food whatsoever. And because of that, as a dietitian, like I would never say that someone should eat those foods on a daily basis. You might find you're eating them more often in the transition from a more meat-based to a more plant-based diet. And for a short period of time, that's okay. But nothing will ever be as healthy for you as eating the whole foods, you know, eating the chickpeas, the lentils, the hemp seeds, way more nutrition in those. Right. What about, I mean, aren't some meats, though, health, healthier choices than other? Like a lot of people say, I'm going to cut down on red meat. Maybe I'll eat more fish or, 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 or chicken. You know, isn't that a healthier option? Yeah, so it depends on what your reasons for making the switch are. So a great example is if you are worried about, you know, animal conditions or you're worried about the environmental impact of meat, um, maybe that means all meat's off the table or if it comes to the environment, maybe exactly. You're reducing your intake of foods that come from a cow because, you know, the data shows that those are more intensive to the environment. But then chicken and eggs might still be on the table from you. From a health perspective, You can eat small portions of almost any animal product in the context of a diet that also has a lot of plants. And we have research to show this. There was one study that was done on the plant-based diet index. So even people who still ate meat, dairy, and eggs, as long as the rest of their diet had a lot of plants, they were just as healthy as someone who had 
you know, maybe a less plant-based but vegetarian or vegan diet. So if you still love chicken, if you still love beef, I would say for me, I typically recommend that red meat is once every one to two weeks and then sustainable seafood and poultry and plant-based proteins fill in the gaps. Ooh, boy, all the meat lovers out there are going red meat every two weeks. Oh, you're killing me here. (laughs) Okay, what about... um, is it expensive to be a vegetarian? Like, is it co- are you spending more at the supermarket? Uh, generally, no, if you're eating whole foods. So it can be really easy to spend a lot of extra money at the supermarket if you're buying the fancy vegan or vegetarian processed foods. You know, a classic example is Beyond Meat burgers are quite pricey, whereas lentils are dirt cheap. So if you're willing to take the time to learn how to cook those basics, you know, the whole grains, the legumes... Meat and dairy are actually quite pricey these days, and so you might actually find your food bill coming down. Okay, how about kids uh, putting children on a vegetarian diet? Good idea? Yeah. So both of my children were raised as vegetarians from day one. Um, They still consume, like, eggs and dairy, and now one of them has chosen to eat meat. He's a little bit older. But as long as children get the nutrients they need, they can get it from a plant or an animal source. I always recommend that parents even if their families eat meat, um, you know, remind themselves of what children's nutrition needs are, but they all need their vitamin D. They all need some protein, far less protein than you might expect. Um, It's very easy to fulfill their protein needs. And then they need to eat a variety of healthy whole foods Uh, and following those guidelines and keeping up with your doctor. um, You know, there is no reason why a vegetarian or a vegan child can't be as healthy or healthier than one that also consumes meat. Yeah, and it, it really is all about our personal health, isn't it? I mean, if we switch to more plants in our diet, you're going to have a, a healthier life. I mean, that's not in dispute, is it? I mean, that's just, isn't that what the science shows, the research shows? Yes, you know, and yeah. I think you know, with Canada's Food Guide making this change, I think it's the first time that we've sort of seen as a larger community that the evidence is now concrete enough that even with our food guide, sort of our most established, um, you know, uh, sort of consistent messaging has dramatically changed to say that it is the plant foods we need more of. They're not saying don't eat animal foods. If you like animal foods, keep those on your plate. But we all need to eat more plant foods because the research shows this is better for our health. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. That is Desiree Nielsen. She is a registered dietitian. She's the host of The Urban Vegetarian. Her book is Eat More Plants.